I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. Uh, and today we're going to be doing another RPG episode, one we've been thinking about for a little while, not like to do as an episode, but just something we've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try to make our own class for Whoa, this uh, D&D 5th edition. Or, um, what's that one where you little animal roots? <laughs> for Deadlands, for which isn't a class-based yeah. system. For Tales from the Loop, I don't know if that's got classes. I but think it does. Is, uh, it's got different archetypes. Kid for with kids. gun. This kid got his hands on his dad's gun. Uh oh! He's gonna shoot somebody. That's not typically a good thing. Well, no, but it is good when you're dealing with like fucking robots and werewolves and stuff. Um, so in that, uh, to accomplish that goal, we have before the episode started come up with a basic concept for our class. Just yeah, so we I figured just... this shouldn't be like as random as yeah. we've done with the subclass. Just to give us mind. some sort of foundation to build upon. Um, and then uh, we'll probably give some ideas for subclasses for this class, but we're probably yeah, we not in this episode don't at have least. Time. Yeah, to just go through and make them. Uh, but we're going to try to make what we have tentatively named the Shape Changer class. Yeah, um, if we think of anything else to call it. We, if you guys like, think of a, a different name. Like shifter, but like that's a thing. Um, Adam didn't like Transformer um so we're stuck between a rock and a hard place on this one i guess (laughs) um but yeah so that's where we'll start uh did do you want to should we explain the basic kind of idea uh yeah so like i we're trying to think of like sort of tropes and whatnot that aren't really covered in the D thing and while you can do some stuff with like flavor with your like barbarian rage um we kind of thought there wasn't really a become a guy class right like you have your in- incredible hulk you got your jekyll and hyde you got your uh teen wolf <laughs> um that sort of thing where you're like oh i'm a normal guy and then i become a guy um and then 
yeah that sort of thing right um the idea being like different subclasses would be different things you would turn into and which isn't out of the realm of possibility i know in matt mercer's blood hunter class there is a subclass called order of the lycanthrope that lets you turn into Mm -hmm. a werewolf yeah Um, look werewolf is something people have been trying to cover for ages now right right um and i i don't dislike that class but uh just instead of having very disparate kind of subclasses here and there or like you said flavor with like barbarian rage or or blade singing as transformations just having like a dedicated you started this become this class i think is a good idea yeah i i think it gives a good base for a lot of right and um just as a small disclaimer i'm sure something like this already exists as third party somewhere oh we, yeah this we've is done no like n- no research ahead of time we don't even want to give ourselves the chance of copying anybody's stuff if there Mm -hmm. is any similarities we promise they're coincidental yeah um but yeah adam's just covering his ass for when he goes to fucking dm guild and just rips off someone's pdf (laughs) word for word (laughs) that's that seems like a really dumb idea on my part really obvious (laughs) way to do it um but yeah, uh, we can begin. Um, I was a little hesitant with this. I think I said in another episode, but I don't remember, that I typically would prefer to make a subclass rather than a class yeah. a lot of the time. I, I, I know that's um, an opinion you've carried before. Um, so yeah, that, that would make sense if you brought it up before. Right. Um, and that is true. I, I think in most situations, I would rather make a subclass just because it one, it feels a little more ingrained into the actual world. Mm-hmm. Um, it works with the archetypes that are present. But for this, like we said, there isn't really a full archetype that was present. So this gives us a lot more options. Cause like we could have done a barbarian subclass that's like turn into the Hulk subclass yeah but i I think different versions of turning to somebody something like shazam hulk and like i don't know sailor moon are all regular person become thing Mm -hmm. but not all of those should be barbarians yes uh so i think that's a good place to to begin uh we can start uh at what i tentatively have called level zero it's all stuff you get at level one but it's not Mm -hmm. like your level one I guess it would be your level one features, but it's just the real yeah. nuts and bolts stuff. Skill proficiencies, hit die. Yeah. I guess we should decide on the core ability first, because that's right. sort of where the rest of that sort of thing comes from. Right. So what are we thinking? I could see sort of wisdom like a druid. I think constitution makes a lot of sense because it's the bodily right. Thing. I am inclined to say constitution. I'm aware that that might not be the best idea because you're already getting HP from constitution, mm-hmm. but I'm not too worried about that at the moment. I mean, with, besides like strength, every ability score has good stuff somewhere. Yeah, and maybe there's a way we could kind of cover that, like kind of, um, oh, that might be a bit too hard to track. I was just thinking maybe... Um, so no matter which type of like 
shifter you're gonna turn into you probably want it to feel like it's a better version so if you were like i don't think this is a bad idea uh good idea this is just what i was thinking like a second ago maybe we did like are like oh you don't get your constitution score added to your hp until you shift and then that's like the massive difference that would be crazy Um, i think we could do something like that maybe a little less taxing but i do i do like the idea of starting as like a the idea of this class starting as a quote unquote regular person a pretty fragile person so maybe yeah. our base hit die is like a d4 that's kind of what i was thinking maybe we like shift hit die around or whatnot or something yeah well we could do it something like uh it's a d4 and then when you shift it either go you get some bonus hp or you get some temp hp because temp hp feels pretty right for this kind of thing mm-hmm. um so yeah we could play around with like hp is good but we can temper that by being like oh well you want to have the highest hp or constitution score possible but your hit die is only a d4 or whatever yeah is a D4 so I, I, maybe a bit too low Wizards i think d6. d6 i think okay. d6 is probably the lowest we should go yeah but i think maybe before the shift to kind of cover that if we have um constitution score being that's sort of what i was getting at um constitution score be high but like hp be low where we could do low hit die high constitution score or your yeah like sort of um what's the word i'm looking for not um tricked into um um encouraged perhaps encouraged yeah that's what i was looking for encouraged into putting high constitution right because i mean i i don't think really if it is the primary ability score people are gonna put that as their highest almost regardless yeah well unless it's like a bad design like if we didn't have the shifting aspect oh well yeah it's like and it's like, yeah, Constitution is a score, and it's only a D6 hit die. They're going back. Well, I'm going to have low HP anyways. Might as well focus at other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think maybe something like that. Yeah, I think um, Constitution could do well, because um, one of the other big things beyond the fantasy, which we talked about, or the trope of it, the main mechanic, and I think a maybe not exhaustion exactly, as they do it but like a a physically tiring thing that's what tracks how you can shift and stuff like that yeah maybe if we're already doing like you're weaker like you're like a basically a commoner or whatever or close to it when you shift before you shift if also you get taxed after the shift um that could really make for some pretty unfun gameplay yeah i could see that um i was just thinking because how is it the primary ability score exactly mechanic wise like mm-hmm. where is constitution being used for this is it the number of times you can shift is it you know uh what gets added to certain things yeah um maybe a number of times sort of deal i i don't maybe it's something like your constitution plus your proficiency 
is how many well that seems no like that's could that's be a, a lot. lot yeah yeah most um, things who can who can shift or or other activation type abilities like barbarian wild shape stuff like that they get about two for the yeah, most this, part i think this definitely needs more than that i think you should be able to because really the character you're playing as is the thing you're shifting into because like barbarian barbarian is still good when it's not rage but if we're going for the angle where it's like oh well, barbarian does a get majority they go but yeah yeah but if we're going for the angle that's like oh a majority of your abilities and the stuff you can do is only available when you're in this form the form should be much more accessible than like uh that like those other things so um how many times per a rest we'll figure out which kind of rest do we think we should do i'm inclined to um you and that's why i was suggesting uh something like a tiring mechanic so that you could push beyond that and take some sort of taxing effect yeah maybe if it's maybe if the taxing effect only comes after right um like if you have i i do think it's should still probably more be more than two um i'm not maybe just straight constitution score being able to do it mostly if that's like your max four or five times when that's like the main thing you do like you're not gonna be real useful without doing it um i think that's not too bad um, but yeah, maybe if you want to do like a tiring effect where after that, um, you could like, you could transform again, however many times you want, but each time after that, that's when you take levels of exhaustion. Yeah, I could see like something that. like that. Um, my only worry is, and perhaps this is beyond the purview of this episode, but if we do it based on either proficiency or flat ability score, um, that makes this a very tempting uh, multi-class option. Because mm -hmm. if you're already a barbarian with a plus five in constitution, jump into this and boom, now you've got five also shift forms. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know how we really get around that sort of thing. I do think this class need, like, I do think it needs to be more accessible and have more available shifts than something like a rage where it's only like two i can see like that but i, I do also think that five say or we'll put it at like four four at first level or wherever yeah. is a maybe lot. it's level based but then constitution doesn't really play into it but um maybe like there's like the different abilities you get where it's like oh here's this equation to figure out how many times you oh, get well, to do barbarian this thing, gets it. But... yeah they start with like two and then they get more as they go to a max of like five yeah but well no i'm saying there's like uh, a few i think it's, there's like one for like rogue or one for like wizard but it's like oh you here's this big equation table that like oh this is how many of these things you get but it just really equates to your level oh so yeah the, maybe... it's for sorcerer and monk uh sorcerer yeah. gets a number of sorcery points as a big equation but it's just your level 
and monk yeah, is the same maybe key. maybe we just do that for this um where maybe it's just like half your level or something to a minimum of one. of one so every other level you get a shift i could see that maybe cap capstone ability is just hey unlimited you, yeah a lot um, of shifting type yeah. stuff gets that um yeah i could see something like that um what is it that wouldn't give you two until at least level four though yeah that's true um well yeah maybe this might be a bad idea but maybe at level two is when you pick your subclass and that lets that's when you get your shift ability okay um so that would put it more online with wild shape which i think yeah, is the closest kind of ability then every other level you get but, but like that level one you're gonna be worse you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be pretty maybe we could give you a few more skill things make you a little bit yeah. more like a rogue that's that's one thing i was trying to figure out how do we make anytime you're not in your shifted form like fun at all <laughs> i think that's how we we should well, at least one way to do it is not shifted skill monkey something like a, a bard or a rogue you get decent skills and maybe mm-hmm. an expertise or something um like rogues get their expertise at first level uh and then shifting is combat okay if we're gonna do that then i feel like there should be something and this would be a pretty pain to track though where your ability scores get shifted around where like you you would have like a low strength or whatever um but later like when you shift or whatever that goes up but then your intelligence or whatever goes yeah down we can probably do stat blocks like um like wild shape but because we're not we don't have to do every single type of animal it should be way easier where depending on your what type of shape changer you are you get this stat block, plug your stuff into it here, here, and here. Like, there's a lot of the spells that do that, like summon celestial. You get to summon this uh, celestial spirit stat block. Put your proficiency bonus here, 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 your charisma here. Yeah, that's fair. I do feel like that would make it pretty limiting because it feels like that would turn into basically oh this subclass is this stat block and then you get these like few abilities with it um and that's pretty that makes for a pretty efficient thing but it doesn't feel like it'd be all that like there'd be all too much variety in that i get that i just don't think we should just like as a flat thing be like yeah now your constitution score is this or your strength score is this because a stat block does do that but it keeps it in a place that's easier to keep track of yeah without like marking that, up your character yeah that's, sheet that's without, what i'm like, saying it would be much more efficient but i think it would really limit the character types i don't be i don't necessarily it. think so if it's like a stat block that is the uh kind of basis for your stuff and then as you level up that stat block gets better you get new abilities. Maybe we do thing like invocations, where you get to pick different things to spice up your specific stat block. 
Yeah, that's fair. I, I I think that could work. I like I said before. I think that's kind of like the most efficient. I honestly think that might be the only way this would work. That, that's my only thing. I wouldn't um, be opposed to a different way of doing it, but I just don't really see any other way. You like it, you could do other ways where it's like, oh, here's like basically like a adult double point by or whatever where you're like okay you get this shifted form now you have these points to spread out between your ability scores to change the ability scores how you want everything and while that would make for a make for a lot of diversity in character builds and whatnot it'd be far too hard it would just be yeah way too hard to do and it's just a kind of a whole different system that's closer to our system or like derps and stuff like that um, that's why I think at least for D&D 5th edition, the best way to do this is probably stat blocks. Now, these can be pretty, um, not generic, but like vague, hollow. Yeah. So that you can put kind of almost modular in a way you get mm-hmm. the basic form of that you shift into. And then we can have like, we'll call them, I don't know, mutations or something. And yeah. you can pick a few of these and slot them into different points on your shifting to get different yeah. things. Um, yeah, I, don't know, I guess that. I think that's a good idea. Um, okay, yeah, we can we can at least work with that for now. If we find it's way too difficult, we can kind of backtrack. Okay, well, our initial point to all this was what is Constitution used for? And we haven't figured that out. I think, um, yeah, we haven't figured that out. Um, I think Constitution, maybe we do it like, uh, what is it? Barbarian has an ability where when they would die, they get to roll Constitution versus a DC. And if they beat that Constitution saving throw, they go to one HP instead. Maybe we could do something like that for sustaining your shift. And then you get like tired after if once you fail that yeah um maybe i'm just thinking i i just think doing too much to be like oh like for to play against it being like oh being in this form or whatever is hard for you really kind of limits what the you're able to do with the class well i think that's important to do though i mean because otherwise why shift at all what the fantasy of it is that you're a normal person shifting to fight stuff and part of that fantasy i think is the idea that you can't just stay this way all the time otherwise Mm -hmm. why make it a shifting class and not just a be a big guy class yeah I, i guess that's sort of things fair and because um, it, it has to have a, a limit to how long you could be it probably yeah i i do i do think a limit i would prob i'd say probably like uh yeah a minute if at furthest like 10 um yeah i would probably i would probably go a minute but that's what i'm saying maybe with this you could extend past that especially if you're only getting one at like second level mm-hmm. a minute is just like the one fight so the idea of like okay well now i can keep it going if i need to yeah 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. Um, and that would make Constitution feel very important. You'd want a high one because otherwise you'll be falling out of your shape faster. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what else was I thinking? Um, you could also try to do something where if you fail, do we want to do it? So if you fail, you don't. Now that sounds more like a mutation or whatever. Just the idea that if you fail, you don't necessarily shift out. You just get the point of exhaustion while still shifted. Yeah. Or that sounds like a later ability or something. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's enough to, to begin. Um, so yeah, at first level, we got a hit D6, hit die, main ability scores constitution. Uh, what skills should we allow you to pick from here? Um, How big of a list and what definitely ones? acrobatics, athletics, uh, for the body ones. Um, like we said before, if you want to be a skilled junkie, if we want to make it like a skilled junkie sort of thing, we could pick a whole bunch for outside of it. Um, well, yeah, I think that um, I think we should, at least for now, the skill provisions you pick are only for outside of it. So something like acrobatics, athletics, we can make it so specific forms give you boost to those skills. Yeah, that's fair. And then, but I mean, obviously, if you really just want those, there's the athlete background to just give you those. Yeah. But I think right now, picking your skill proficiencies, especially if at first level you can't even shift, should mm -hmm. only be stuff that is mostly applicable outside of shifting. Yeah, that's fair. So stuff like, I don't know, history? Nah, I, Insight? That's kind of a waste of one. Insight's good. Arcana is well, pretty useful. Like, Arcana is useful, but does it make sense for who this character would be? I, I think if it's an option for it, yeah. Because if you're going for more like a Jekyll and Hyde type thing, um, where it's sort of like... Like, if you're going for more of the, this is a magic transformation type thing, then I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, and where, where I'm starting from is the idea that this is essentially a commoner. Mm -hmm. So they should probably have a list with a lot of the, like, commoner-based stuff. Yeah, but I just don't think that'd be all that fun, really. Like, even if it, like, makes sense having, like, oh, two of my biggest choices are, like, um, history and religion and stuff like that. It, that's, like, probably not going to be all that fun for you as a character. I think that, I mean, Cleric gets those, Wizard gets those. Well, yeah, but they also get, like, the other stuff, too, like Arcana and whatnot. Right. I, I just think the like those are fine as options. I just don't think they should be like the main of a few options. Well, there's no like, limit to how many what what is on the list we could pick. The only yeah. limit is how many you can pick proficiency in. Mm -hmm. Um so history, insight, arcana, these are all pretty except for insight, intelligence based. Um Animal handling. Yeah, animal handling, survival. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, 
perception maybe now because a lot of races and backgrounds get perception yeah um let's see there let's just go down the list and then say yay or nay yeah uh in alphabetical order acrobatics nay i'm gonna say at least for now animal handling yeah i think that works arcana sure athletics nay uh deception Ooh, i could hear an argument on it um yeah look i don't think all the characters you're gonna be playing are gonna but be an option for it yeah characters so having other avenues like charisma or wisdom i think is a good idea uh history sure insight yeah intimidation uh seems like more of a thing in your shifting form yeah fair investigation i could see that uh medicine i could also see that nature um yeah perception um i think we'll leave it either to ability or skit or like class and stuff or not class race okay performance i could see it yeah persuasion do we want deception and persuasion um because i can see i'd say it. It i'd say so if we're leaving out intimidation yeah fair enough um then you have like the charisma right and it gives you the option of charisma because you don't necessarily have to pick both. So it gives you the option of like, I want to be a liar or no, I just want to be the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, religion? Nah. Light of hand? No, probably not. Stealth? Probably not. Survival? Well, yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I think work. that works. And then how many should you be allowed to pick? I think three. Um. Yeah, what's the class with the most rogue is the most it gets four yeah so i think under that the bard gets three and i think that's get a lot but not the most uh yeah i think three is fair so uh and then other proficiencies like armor proficiency and stuff like that weapon proficiency um probably on the lighter end of stuff um Light armor, light weapons, um, not uh, simple, simple weapons. weapons. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Um, and then your transformation could be stuff that gives. Yeah, you more it could give you other stuff. Yeah, I, I think that would make sense. Okay, now on to mm-hmm. just level one. What are your basic features of this class? Okay, well, if we're doing the shift at level. Two, which I forgot the reasoning for that. Uh, that way every other level you could get one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So every odd level, level you get an extra shift. Level one. Or even level. My bad. Um. I don't expertise. know. Expertise. Want to do pre before that? Yeah, we could do an expertise. Just one though, whereas rogues get two and and stuff like that. I think one expertise makes sense. Yeah. Um. 
what's another kind of feature that gives you the flavor of it, but not like Because I feel like we do shift at level two, maybe mutation at level three. But at level one, what could we give you? Because this would be a relatively unique class for level one. Because you're kind of a martial kind, but you have the hit die and stuff of a very squishy wizard. Barbarian gets unarmored defense. Um, Bard gets... Monk also gets unarmored defense. Bardic inspiration. So it seems like that's like the thing where it's like your main side ability where like Barbarian would have rage and then unarmored defense. Um, Bard would have like the casting and everything and then Bardic inspiration. So it seems like it'd be like your important secondary thing is when what you would get. Yeah, uh, I just think that this feels a little bit more like a mix between Druid Wild Shape and Warlock stuff, where you pick your pack at level three, which changes some things and like invocations. Because at level one of this type of character, I don't know if we should be like, all right, okay, pick like a, a, a minor mutation or something. But I can see the argument for it. Yeah, I think if mutations are like the secondary thing, that's probably what we should give at level one. Okay. Um, monk. Unarmored defense and martial arts. Paladin. lay on hands yeah it seems like it'd be it's like your secondary big thing so if that's gonna be mutations for us then it should probably be mutation but i'm not totally sure right now what mutations exactly are well they're like invocations or artificer infusions okay so it's just like a list of plug-in plays basically right for your shifting form okay um, that's why I'm like, well, I don't really see how that fits at level one. Yeah, being but like you could use some of it prior. Level one could be sort of the um, hand trippy thing, or it's like, oh, you have better perception or whatever because your eyes are better, your nose okay. are better. So yeah, we could give like a list of minor mutation type deals. Yeah, stuff so... like that. And then, like, you could get more, maybe more, like, passive mutations. Um, and then, like, a lot, like, a majority of the bigger stuff are active mutations. Yeah, I can um, see that. And then you can, as you level up, it's like, oh, choose two passive, like, choose a passive mutation along with your active one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, like, at level one of this, you get your first passive one. Because... At level one, you probably are whatever lets you shift or whatever is probably still there. Like, you you don't just, unless it's like, it would, like, oh, I 
I'm role playing like specifically I'm role playing how this happened. But if you're like a werewolf or whatever, and that's your shift at level one, you'd probably still be the werewolf. You just don't start playing it mechanically until level two. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So this that's is... like that could be changed up to the game or whatever. But I think our assumption should be you're this class, you're this concept for the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So different than say fighter or even barbarian, where you begin as one thing. And then when you pick, that shifts it into a different thing. You should kind of, I guess, already have your subclass in mind at first level. Yeah, if if it's level two, that's a, not as big as a gap between level one and three. Um, and then we can also do like the an eldritch versatility theme or whatever, where you're like, oh, I don't really like these mutations. Yeah, I, I want to swap that. them out. Um, so if you do decide something later on, then you can change it many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zep pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Um, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I guess it should be probably something um, that's already in the game 
that gives you like a buff like unarmored defense or whatever like something like that yeah something and then, minor and then a minor mutation uh whatever we want to do with and call those or whatever mm-hmm. yeah uh which i think expertise is because that's what rogues get yeah so expertise and then a minor mutation at level one um do we think only one expertise is enough then or should we, um, we give them two? Yeah, I think if you do lose your skill abilities and whatnot when you shift, doing more of them isn't a bad thing. Because okay, you that's... do want you do want to feel useful outside of your shift. Right. Like, and I and I think there could be a role here, especially in small parties, where you would kind of take the both the skill and tank role in a class yeah there isn't really another way to do besides yeah. being rogue i guess but yeah. rogues are a weird tank mm-hmm. and then yeah the only other way to do that is multi-class into right. like barbarian or something right so i think that could be useful that could be fun okay okay so is that enough for level one um I th- yeah i think so two expertises in a minor mutation yeah i think that's fine I mean, you are going to, if combat does happen, you are going to probably be pretty useless and in a lot of trouble. Um, We could give them proficiency with martial weapons. That way, in a fight, you could at least use a sword. Yeah, that's fair. We could do that. I don't think it's going to really change. Yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, at worst, it'll be your Hulk could also use a sword, but if that's mm-hmm. how you want to play, that's fine. Yeah, like fucking Planet Hulk's a thing. He yeah, like grabs that's okay. a big axe sometimes. Okay, at level two, you get shifting. Should we give them anything else? Um, I think it's usually two things, right? It's like you get your big ability and then a small thing. It depends on because each class is kind of is different at when it gets things. So ones that get things at two are wizard, um, druid. Yeah, those are the ones that have this kind of progression. So this is when you would pick your subclass, and um, for that you'll get your subclass ability. Yeah, so I guess just shape changing and. I guess we got to come up with a name for the subclass, like how they got pass or yeah, orders or, or um, maybe, maybe forms. Forms I don't hate. Um, then you could have like form of the hero, form right, of right, the monster, form of or shape of if we want to go the Wonder Twins route. Yeah, having shape changer, having shapes. Um, does make sense, but it doesn't feel it's a as little silly yeah. as the rest of it. Um, I like forms. I think forms. Is yeah, cool. forms. Forms works. Um, and then we've already listed a few kind of ideas for them. But... Yeah, if we if we want to flush them out later, we could. Yeah, later. but it's like oh, one's a big monster guy, one's a big tough guy, one could be. Like a hero, or it's like, oh, I turn into King Arthur, basically. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. There's a lot of options. There. Magical girl. Yeah, magical girl's one of them. Power Ranger. 
Yeah. Um, okay, at level three, what should you get? See, I was thinking mutations at level three, much like past... Yeah, I think this is when you would get mutation. Okay, like... so like a major mutation. Now, every time you get mutations, do we want one minor mutation, one major mutation, or maybe um, two? Uh, it depends how much you get. Um, oh, like at what levels you would get mutations, I guess. Right. Is how many mutations we want to give. Um, I think... I'm okay with I think for the most part because that, that I, yeah, I think, different characters. I think for the most part, whenever you don't get something subclass like specific, it's just gonna end up being mutations. Right, which I don't hate. I mean that's yeah, that's what invocations are for. Infusions kind of work like that, although you get way less of them. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, I'm I'm down to do so uh, do we want to do a thing where you can pick like two major mutations and or you could break those down into a bunch of minor mutations? Um maybe I feel like that might be a bit too complicated. I feel I like that. you That's should fair. probably be like, oh, this is how much major, this is how much minor. Now, do because major is active, do we want to do you get more of those and then you get less of minor? Like two majors one minor since minor's just always going to be on yeah but they're going to be way weaker so yeah you, but those are those are kind of just a bonus thing that's true exact on so do we want to do two major one minor yeah okay um okay um, is that all we want to do? For... Now, isn't that usually just kind of listed once where it's like, oh, you unlock this at third level and then at these levels you get it. Um, it depends. But they're not uh, really... It depends on the class. Because um, for some of them they are where it's like, yeah, uh, you get it here, here, and here, and so they don't feel the need to put them elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but for other ones like uh, Infusions or uh invocations uh infusions are the ones where they don't list it invocations are one where they do list it um it just depends on how much we need to fill up yeah i guess that's fair so if we want to put something else there and i mean you'll still get these at third level so they can still be written here but then we should give something else for third level too yeah um um i don't know what else specific would be good across the board unless you're doing something like your for your um like pre-shifted form yeah i was um, just gonna think because well, the mutations are good for your shifted form maybe we do i see another expertise would make sense bards get their expertise at third level and that would give you the same amount of expertise as a bard. Wouldn't that give you four if we gave you two, three earlier? Well, we give you two expertises earlier. Okay, then another expertise. Then another then expertise gives you three? at third. That's three now. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that, but it doesn't feel very exciting. Yeah, But I guess fair. that's what the major mutations are for. Mm-hmm. 
Now we can also do a thing where to make you your regular boy form a little more survivable, you get stuff like uncanny dodge or even evasion later level, but only non-shifted. Yeah, um, that's not the worst idea. Um, Give you that feeling of like a, a guy just like waiting for your powers to activate as you're running through like a big battle, just trying yeah. to survive. Um, we should probably call it something different than Uncanny Dodge. Um, just so it's like, oh, this is this guy's specific form of Uncanny Dodge. Yeah, I if mean, it only works in, um, yeah, we could call it, at certain times. Do that because um, I know they do that sort of thing where it's like, like extra attack. Um, has a few different names where it's like, oh yeah, this is, um, the same thing for these classes, but but yeah. because. It works this specific way for this class. It has a different name. Yeah, like Thirsting Blade. They yeah. also do the reverse of that, where Extra Attack does work differently for these classes, but it's still just called Extra Attack. Like yeah. for Blade Singers and Armor Artificers and stuff like that, where it's still just called Extra Attack, but it, they're like, but you can use a cantrip as one of the actions. Yeah, which so. that should probably be named something else, just so you can differentiate better. Um, yeah, but if what is it, Thirsting Blade? So if it's like Uncanny Dodge, we could write down Uncanny Dodge for right now, and so we know what we're talking a different about. Name yeah, later, yeah, like Scramble um, or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay, um, but that'll probably be closer to like what fifth level. Um, yeah, it's... uh, fourth level is easy. That's an ability score improvement. We could also, yeah, some classes get an extra thing. I'm thinking, do we want to be able to add an ability score increase to your stat block as well? I think that would probably be like a minor mutation because that's constantly active. Yeah, but that seems pretty big for a minor mutation, depending on how well, much... Well, it could just did. be, like, plus one to something. Mm-hmm. And if you're only getting, at this point, uh, like, two or three, if that's what you want to do with it, then I'm not against that. And plus, you would have had to have yeah. essentially nothing at first level. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, we Is this also where we would say... You get like mutation versatility or something. Yeah. So you could change <laughs> stuff if you wanted to. Okay, mm -hmm. fifth level. Um, isn't that usually a, a subclass area? Uh, no. Usually it's extra attack if that class gets it. Okay. Or uncanny we... dodge for rogue. Okay, then maybe that's what we do. We do both, where when you're shifted, you get extra attack, but when you're unshifted, you get uncanny dodge. That's what I was thinking, and I, I don't mind that. I think that yeah. gives some cool, like, oh, do I want to shift right now or not? Mm -hmm. So we'll do extra. And then each of those we'll come up with a name for. Well, we can give it one name, and then it's when shifted. Because we still want it to be, this does not stack with yeah, other yeah. extra attacks, stuff like that. But the whole thing can get its own name, like 
oh, this is your, I don't know, form this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think, because I was thinking one of the mutations, um, because uh, um, one of the mutations should probably be another attack one of the major mutations do we want that one to be stackable we yeah we can call that one or not call that but we can give that one a as a bonus action so you can't abuse it to get like eight attacks around with the right build because you only Mm -hmm. get one bonus action yeah that's fair then okay uh what at sixth level um is now, that the subclass one yeah typically because i do know we need a we do need a leave space open for the subclasses typically this is I a mean, subclass this is where okay. blade singers get their extra attack because it's a subclass feature then yeah we'll leave that open for subclass okay subclass and then that's probably it because mm-hmm. your subclass will give you something there yeah um seventh level I don't know. What do people usually get at seventh level? Um, I feel like seventh evasion. level is usually pretty underwhelming. It's typically underwhelming unless you're a monk or rogue, where you get evasion. Okay. So we could do something similar to extra attack uncanny dodge, where you get something shifted, something not. Maybe. I feel like doing that Pretty close back to back feels like a bit much. I can see that, yeah. Um, but I'm also not against it. This also could be a place where you get um some more mutations since it has been roughly three levels since you got any. Yeah, um, we could do another mutation. Do we wanna when did you get the first one? You third? got it at third level. Okay, do we wanna do it? Um third seventh um yeah when do we want to give those mutations um i'm okay with roughly every three or so levels okay then because that's basically what uh infusions are right you get them at second sixth tenth fourteenth and eighteenth okay then yeah I'm, i'm cool with giving more mutations here okay the same amount two major one minor yeah um we might shift that later depending on how powerful we make like the major ones and whatnot and what they can do um okay eight is another ability score improvement okay and versatility but that's fine okay ninth level is this where we want to do evasion because that would give this a little bit more uniqueness but also not stepping on the other toes where you get evasion like a monk or rogue but two levels later yeah maybe we do like fast movement or whatever that one that like um uh gives you and barbarians get where you get an extra 10 feet isn't it like five feet yeah it's a bonus 10 feet to your movement speed yeah well maybe do something like that where it's like more situational and not as quote-unquote useful earlier on um, and then move evasion back what do you mean like give evasion at seventh level 
Um, well, given Invasion now or whatever, because you were talking about getting it oh, levels yeah, yeah. after, and then you just get like something else not as strong at, back at seventh or whatever we put it at. Oh, well, seventh, uh, we didn't put it anywhere, it's not on here yet. Uncanny Dodge is at fifth. Oh, Uncanny Dodge is what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, maybe we could do Invasion. What is what? invasion do evasion is um when you're subjected to dexterity saving throws if you fail you take half damage if you succeed you take no damage yeah i feel like is it something we could think of that's like that's like a similar vibe to that that isn't the same thing because i feel like if we just keep taking the stuff from like the other classes and putting it here it's gonna yeah but that's that's one of the shared ones, though, between Rogue and Monk. So I think yeah, I guess that's fair. Such a big deal, but I'm okay with doing something else. Um, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, what is a good, like, say, extra attack? A good shifter thing? A good martial thing to tie with it? Um, you know hmm. that I'm not so sure of. Yeah. Maybe something damage dealing. We could give you brutal um, critical. This is when barbarians get it. Yeah. Um. Maybe something. Maybe something where you can spend one of your transformations, and then that gives you something, like okay. um, kind of like a divine smite deal with spell slots. Because at this point, you'll have, like, five of them, right? Four of them? Yeah, four of them. Um, So maybe sacrificing one isn't as big of a deal to you? Yeah, maybe sacrificing one, and it gives you, like, a big thing of, like, temp HP or something? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, Like, either makes you tougher or deal more damage. Um, or Maybe something even like both, that. but less of either. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't hate that. So we'll call it like sacrifice. And... But I feel like if that affects your whole shift, then I, you probably shouldn't get something uh, as not shifted at that point. Where if you're like, oh, I'm making this specific shift more powerful. Um, by sacrificing one later, then you probably shouldn't also get something for not being shifted at that point. Okay, sure. Like, because that would be affecting the act of shifting, which, yes, also affects the, like, shifted form, but the act of shifting is that, like, is your whole, affects you as a whole character, not as one or the other. Well, I think it, but I think it does affect you more not shifted because that means that's one less time you can be shifted that day. So you're more likely to stay not shifted. Yeah. But I think also with that, it's sacrificing um, that the fact that you can't shift, it does make it a detriment if you're not being as strong with it. Sure, I'm fine with that. Uh, tenth level, probably 
it's either now or next level when you should get another mutation well what do we want to do the sacrifice what do we want the sacrifice to do um well i think we could figure that out when we figure out the forms themselves the shifting forms okay well do like each form gets its own unique sacrifice no but just that once we know how strong they are that's how strong we'll know how strong to make wasting one of them or not wasting you know what I yeah mean? okay that's fair uh so yeah what do we want to do at 10th level 10th level that usually feels pretty big right it's typically pretty big it's typically you get like like an infusion or stuff like that when was our last mutation seventh seventh level. i'm fine with doing but... another Mutation. when do we want to do in a, our next subclass feature because our last one was at sixth level oh six isn't it usually six twelve uh, uh you sometimes yeah it, it varies by class heaps um, when you get over these levels then yeah um i'm fine with maybe we'll do subclass feature now okay and then mutation next yeah i'm okay with that we did do six six ten is one that happens pretty frequently, so I think yeah. that makes sense. And then mutation next, yeah, okay. And then the same as before. That's honestly more of a placeholder. Once we figure out what those actually are, we can adjust that. And then at twelfth level, that's ability score. Is right? it an ability? Yeah, it's an ability score improvement. Yeah, I think so. It's fourth eight. It's every four levels, every isn't four, it? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Versatility. Okay, thirteenth level. This one that... is typically kind of dark shit for most classes. Yeah. Um... Which uh, I guess let me get it. Put some let of the pressure off idea. from us. Yeah. But thirteenth. Um... Uh, uh barbarians get another brutal critical uh bards get um another song of rest um clerics get so far it seems like they get another stack of something yeah looks like clerics get nothing uh druids get nothing yeah because they're spellcasters even their dead yeah. levels they get magic yeah fighter gets another use of indomitable do we have anything that's like we can stack um it seems like it's most for the most part a stack of something no not really um maybe we move invasion now we could do evasion now that would definitely or make it unique so you're getting it way later than others but if you still get it that's not bad yeah um maybe yeah maybe that's what we do now another because the last another one dual wasn't thing? Yeah. yeah so maybe we give brutal critical now because you're starting it where barbarians getting their double now and then evasion so you're getting two other classes stuff but way later than they would um yeah i'm not against that um plus i don't really feel worried about giving other people brutal critical it kind of sucks yeah that's fair 
little critical and evasion. Okay, and then 14th level. 14 also feels like a pretty big one. Um, when was the last time we did mutations, though? 11. 11th. Uh, we could do it now, um, or we can wait a level or two. Yeah. Um, hmm, 14th. Maybe we give you a, something stacking with the sacrifice ability. Is, is, is it in a subclass, 14th? Uh, yeah, we could do a subclass. Yeah, Last let's one do was subclass. three Ten? levels ago. Yeah. Subclass. Let's do subclass and then 15th we'll do mutation. mutation. And then 16th is an ability score. Okay. And, and then 17th. 17th. This is where so do we gets good. Yeah. Do we want to do like most classes and give basically your capstone ability now to give you room for multi-classing? Or more like druid and paladin? Where you get something really good at level 20. Um, conceptually, I like something really good at level 20, but this does feel like a class that would be right for multi-classing. It, it does, two. yeah. Being so, a regular fighter who turns into like a yeah. big thing is cool. Um, so I I I am I'm, I'm split. I could go either way. Let's for right now. Let's put it at eighteen. Um, our capstone. Yes, I'm. I would rather not do no, just because yeah, it kind of ruins he, both. Yeah, I guess that's it. Fair. Ruins both options because if you're gonna multi-class, you kind of want. I just always three. feel like seventeen is too soon. Like I, I feel like when I'm playing. A character and i get to level 17 and i'm like okay i'm at my end game now and i haven't multi-class before well, you could still get cool stuff like wizard gets their first ninth level slot here but they still get signature spell at level 20 yeah yeah we'll 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 do a capstone here okay um, it doesn't need to be like the biggest or coolest or whatever yeah what do we want that to be though i don't know i'm, I'm not sure yeah, I'm totally not sure with how it should work with the maybe a big like stat block boost to every single stat block. Oh, so um, th what I'm thinking of is the 17 is usually the big subclass capstone. Regular class yeah. keeps going till 20, but subclass is typically 17. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So yeah, then we'll just leave this for a subclass area. Subclass. And then... Capstone. And then 18 is ability score, right? Yes. No. It's your last. That one, was 16. It? No, no, you're right. So we 20 don't... is the last. Yeah. You don't get one anymore. Oh, yeah. That's lame. They should. Actually, I think get you do get 20. one at 18. Do you? Am I thinking um, of fighter? I think fighter I could... gets one at 20. Um. Let's see. Let me just look at like Bard. Uh, eighteen for um oh, barbarian you... is indomitable might. 
Um, well, yeah, it looks like the last one is 16. Yeah. So 16 is our last one, which is fine. What if we call, what if we do something like a, what's better than major, like a, for lack of a better word, epic mutation. And that gives you a cool ability. Yeah. For um, your guy. Yeah. And then we only have like six of those you can choose from. Right. Or maybe this you get. Um, do we want to do just one epic mutation or do we want to do an epic two major and one minor? Um, if we're going to do that, I would rather, I think we should push that to 19. Yeah, I'm fine with doing that. Okay. Well, maybe we do. Okay. Maybe we have it where you can choose at least two epic ones. So maybe we'll do an epic one at um, 18 and then um, uh, at 20, we could do, because I don't know what else we would do for 20 other Besides than... Besides unlimited shifting. Yeah, well, unlimited shift. Well, it's going to be 10 shifts or unlimited, so that's not really going to matter all that much. Um, I don't see but a 20th level really... at the op to have the option to just be like now I'm yeah no no I, that's that's what I'm saying I I think that's fine um but I I think shift going through all 10 of your shifts aren't really gonna happen too much yeah. at that point so like it's kind of not all that big of a deal yeah um for you so I do think we should give something else so maybe unlimited shift at 18th or 17th or whatever we're at 18. we do yeah so at 18th we do one epic um like Mutation. maybe one epic one uh major one minor okay and then at um 20th level you do two epic and then maybe that's it yeah um yeah, maybe that's it. Well, if we do that, maybe just talk in another major one at 18th. Okay, so two major? Yeah, so one epic, two major, one minor. Um, and then at okay. 20th, it's two epics. Okay. And then what do we do at 19th? Um, at 19th, what do people get at 19th? Depends on the class, but typically not much. Oh, that might be an ability score increase. Is it? Uh, for Barbarian, it is. Oh, then, if, yeah, if it's for Barbarian, yeah. that's for everybody. Yeah, so 19th. Okay, cool. Score increase. Okay. Now, um, we just need some kind of basic work on the stat blocks for some of our different subclasses and that's a full class or and the yeah. mutation list i i yeah i feel like each of those is going to be like its own thing. yeah we'll probably do each of those as its own yeah deal. and we might not do a whole episode on it but um on each of those different aspects but uh we will probably work on it um and then if we do feel like this class with like six subclasses are like completed at some point, um, it, we could be like, okay, this is our class overview. 
-hmm. of this. Um, but yeah, working on subclasses for this could be an episode. Um, doing like a mutations could be an episode. Yeah, I just and don't and know I feel like if it's specifically gonna be right, and I and I feel like Eldritch invocations, a lot of them are specific to whatever patron you are or whatever pack mm -hmm. you are. So I think it makes sense to do subclasses and then have some generic but mostly specific mutations for yeah them. and then some might even have mutation requ requirements too. right exactly or it's like oh you need to be this form of uh shifter or whatever right. we call the guy shape shifter shape what changer. Would we call it? shape changer yeah you need this shape changer form to pick this and stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah i think that works um yeah I, I think that's all pretty cool that all sounds really cool yeah um, i think i feel like this i mean we're obviously biased but i feel like this, this would be a fun class to play mm -hmm. and it does like we said there is stuff that kind of dabbles in this area but as a class it is pretty unique and whatnot and that's usually what i look for in um third party classes yeah um and uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of fun to be had with various things like like I I wouldn't mind running around as just my non-shifted form, just trying to survive, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think I think uh, we got a good foundation here. If you uh have any thoughts about it, um, let us know. Yeah, if you would like to like get this, I mean you probably don't want to just be riding down alongside us while doing this so mm -hmm. if that if having this class interests you let us know and we'll you know put a little yeah, more well, effort into actually getting it out in a form you can have mm -hmm. um but uh yeah thanks thanks for sticking yeah, with if, us this week if you want to do that you can do that at our email at the atomic email at gmail.com or, or, one of our or social media uh, like our Instagram at Atomic Android 2020 or our Twitter at Atomic Androids or X now. That's what it's called now. What? Oh, uh, the name of Twitter has been changed and its logo. Now it's X. Like just an X? Yeah, just the letter X. <laughs> That's yeah. like a day. I thought for a second you were saying you changed like Twitter to X, and I was going to say that's funny as shit. No, because that's like the most fucking nothing name. <laughs> no, no, that's the like name of the mean. entire app now. Um, hey, um, everybody, uh, move to Threads or whatever. That I guess. I hear Threads is pretty bad. I've heard Threads is pretty bad. I want to get on Blue Sky, but you need to be invited onto Blue Sky. Uh, yeah, if if you want to get to us on Blue Sky, find someone <laughs> on Blue Sky and let them know. Uh, um, but uh, uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll bye. see you guys sometime. Bye. Uh, bye. That felt like a real fucking boring episode. Um. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.